Welcome back to Dysfunctional Dailies. This is your host, Erica. And your host, Monica. Now, it, it's, it's been really hectic lately. Um, I had uh, a procedure done on my lower back. Uh, I had some steroid injections done. They had to put me under to do it. Uh, I was in a pretty bad car accident in December, um, and I'm just now getting around to treatment because lawyers are great. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, work's been insane. Um, th- the podcast has been insane. Getting everything up and running, all that kind of good stuff. Websites are hard. I don't like this. <laughs> so this week's topic is jobs. Yay. Everyone loves this. So let's, Everyone let's loves delve jobs. into it. <laughs> uh, but first, before we go into it, why don't we talk about the wine we are drinking today? Yes, I need some. Please hand it over. <laughs> uh, so this is like super French and super bougie. So I'm going to butcher this name. Les Douleurs Esquis Grosch Blanc. This sounds not right at all. <laughs> uh, just north of the Spanish border and inland from the coastline of the Balearic Sea in southwest France, the Pays d'Oc region experiences a moderate Mediterranean climate. Hot days and dry winds are complemented by cooler coastal influences that come off the nearby waters. All varietals thrive here, but Grenache Blanc is particularly fond of the environment. Bold with floral aromas of honeysuckle and sweet apple blossom, jump out of the glass and meld with flavors of ripe white peach, Asian pear, and lime zest. A slight minerally balances out the natural acidity of the wine and makes each sip linger. Very, very sensuous. Uh, So the first time that I tasted this, again, we taste it once, and then two or three days later, we taste it again to taste the longevity of the wine. The first time, definitely taste Asian pear and the lime zest, hands down. Very light and floral. It is acidic. I don't get any honeysuckle at all. I mean, I liked the peach notes in it. Like, I could actually taste it this time. I enjoyed this wine. You know me. I don't really like most wines. I'm very picky. To me, it just, like, all of them taste the same. So this was a pleasant surprise. I actually really liked it. Like, I can I can drink this. I can sit and drink on this wine. That's good. That's good. With this, I believe we ate some spaghetti aggioli. I know that you didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> it was the, the pasta noodles. with no cream sauce. Yeah. <laughs> What's the point? What is that? I mean, just, <laughs> what, 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 what that? is that? <laughs> uh, but okay, let's uh, taste it now and see how it differs. Okay, no. That's lemon drop. I don't like that. No. <laughs> no. Uh, that is very sour. That is very sour. Uh, the Asian pear is overwhelming. I don't, I don't taste anything but sour. It's very sour. Not horrible. I don't know. Not horrible. Oh, God. I'm awake now. But uh, that's sour. That's sour. That is is some sour stuff. I don't like that. Mm. What would you give that wine? Maybe three and a half, almost four out of five stars. Okay. Yeah, that's like a no star for me for the for the longevity though. Like that's pretty bad. This is, that did not that did not age well after opening. <laughs> that that is so gross. No. You know what? I I think I think I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like the first was like a solid three, solid three stars, and then one star. I would say I would say one star. So generous. Well, you like sour stuff, so that's that makes sense. It, that is no seriously that that's me though. That's me though. <laughs> Okay, now that we've talked about our wine, let's get into story time. It's story time. Um, I have a number of jobs that we're going to talk about today that is, they're just god awful. But the first one, I don't want to say the name. Uh, we sold small cakes, if you can figure out what that is. That's very... That weren't cakes. <laughs> I mean, there were cakes. I mean, uh. when I got hired, I just came back from living in California for like a small two months. (laughs) So when I was there, I had the same job, but at a different, you know, by a different owner. So it's a franchise. So when I came over back to Houston, I emailed all of the franchises that were in Houston and I was like, 
I worked here. I know what to do. I'm great at these different things. Please let me have a job. And so I got a call back from all of them and I got interviews and the closest one, that's the one that I picked. So I went to the interview and she told me that they were actually looking for a manager. And I was like, great, you know, I have previous manager experience. Awesome. Let's do it. Uh, She said, of course, you know, since you were in a different state with a different, you know, franchise owner, we do want to see, like, how you're going to do. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's reasonable. I can understand. All right, two weeks, that's fine. So that turns into six months (laughs) of not getting promoted and getting blocked by other people Um, a couple of weeks before... Christmas of that year, so this is like six months in, they actually promote someone above me. They promote someone that was an employee. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And she said, oh, well, you know, she she needed it and she's she's been here for so long. And I'm like, okay, what's her previous uh, manager experience? And so I asked her, I was like, so what have you done before? You know, like, are you ready for, the, for this position? And she said, oh, I was a manager at uh, Twisty Treat. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, how long were you manager there for? Oh, a couple of weeks, but then I didn't really like it, so I quit. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> All right. <Okay>. So, <laughs> so I'm confused because I'm like, okay, so why are you hiring this girl? I have manager experience. What's going on? Like, she doesn't, and you just promoted her. That doesn't make sense. So Christmas comes around two weeks later, and I'm already thinking about quitting, and I get my schedule. It's 52 hours for that week, Christmas week. Uh, excuse me. (laughs) This is over 40 hours and I only have one day off and it's not Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. And so I go to the manager, the store manager, and she's like, oh, you know, this is a mistake. I, you know, I don't even have these many hours. Like, of course this is a mistake. You know, don't worry about it. I'll call the owner and I'm going to figure out what's going on. And I'm like, yeah, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. So she comes back to me and she said, actually, um... The owner said it's not a mistake. She wants you to be working 52 hours this week. And I said, nope, not doing that. I'm not working 52 hours. I'm working more hours than you. That's what you said. Uh, I only get one day off. I already submitted. I have a copy and I submitted my work availability. I can work up to 40 hours a week. You can ask if I want to work more than that. I do not want to work more than that. And I get two days off a week. So, no, I'm not going to be working 52 hours for $8 an hour. Yeah, that's insane. I can't that's believe insane. you're getting, like, and, and this is, like, an actual baking job. Like, this is this is an actual. It's a bakery. Yeah. It's a bakery. Yeah, this is a talent job. And, you know, like, we've all had those cashier desk jobs. So we get it. I do not want to belittle them. But this is an actual talent. Yeah, it's it's physical work that you have to be precise about. You cannot mess up or, you know... You, throw away the whole batch. So I I told them no. And and it's not just because I would be, you know, if I was be be baking back there, no, I would be doing everything, fulfilling orders, taking orders over the phone, manning the front of the store, baking. I mean, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that stuff. I'm not going to be decorating yeah. and doing all that stuff. Like that's crazy. So I told her, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be working 40 hours if I have to and then I'm getting 2 days off. Um, I asked other people what their schedules were like. No one, no one was scheduled more than 30 hours that week. So even the new manager that they hired and then the other manager that was already there, no one got more than 30 hours. Was it like they were trying to push you out or were like no one else is good? They were trying to take advantage of me because I had a... I had great customer service and all the customers, they would call on the phone and ask to speak to me directly. They didn't want to give their orders or they wanted to speak to me because they knew that I could take care of the issue. I told her, I'm not doing this. Uh, This is what I can work. You have other people that can work these hours. I'm not doing it. You know, you're not going to be taking advantage of me. And I sent that all in an email to the owner. And all of a sudden, I hear the original store manager, oh, Monica, why did you do that? Oh, no. I was like, you know what? I think I'm done. I think I'm done with this job. I was like, that's fine. And then right as I was thinking that, I got a message back from the owner and she revised it, but she still gave me, (laughs) I think it was like 45 hours and then I got, yeah, still just one day off. 
So still not what I wanted. I said 40 hours max, two days off. I mean, it's Christmas week too. Like, come on, man. Like I have family too. Anyways, so I went on my break and I went home. I changed my clothes. I packed the clothes that I had to, uh, you know, I paid for and an apron that I paid for and I gave it to them and I said, you can refund me for these things because I had just bought new ones and I'm quitting. And she was just like, okay, I understand, all right. Maybe a few hours later, I got another email from the store owner. (laughs) Uh And she was just ripping into me. She's like, how dare you leave us high and dry at this time of the year? This really shows what kind of person you are. I'm glad I didn't hire you as a manager. And I responded to her. I'm just like, excuse me, this is insanely unprofessional. Yes, I do realize that. Unfortunately, I was not able to give two weeks, but you were taking advantage of me as an employee. I brought my issues to you and you ignored them. I'm not going to tolerate this uh, behavior and I unfortunately had to resign. Now, you have employees and you have employees that are not working a lot of hours this week. So I know that you have... Availability of the other Yes, you have the availability. You have the... You have backup. So I told her, best of luck to you. I hope that your business succeeds. But unfortunately, I'm not going to be part of that. And she never responded. But she was total fucking bitch, man. I was... Uh. No, I know. I, I, I don't know if it was that store. But there is one store that you were working at where one of them was a tad bit racist. Or maybe classist would be a better word. Yes. So the store owner was actually South Asian. And I don't know if it has to do with this or not, but she wanted all of the white or pale people to be in the front of the store. And if you were Hispanic or African American, you were be you'd be put in the back and you couldn't work in the front of the store. Right. I mean, and I thought that was super weird when you first told me this, because I was like, oh, my gosh, is this like a caste system going on? And you're like, oh, my God, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> but no, it's it's really messed up that it, especially in South Asian culture, like skin color is very much um, a show of status. And it's it's really sad that that happened at that location. But I remember you were still living at home. Uh, we actually... I think dad and I, we, and some other people helped you write the email to your boss because you're just like, this lady's crazy. Yeah. I was just so surprised. I mean, it was very unprofessional. And I mean, I'm glad that I left. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first job was working in a supermarket. I will just not name names just for the sake of it, right? The, this supermarket is pretty much everywhere all across America regular grocery store. So I started there as a cashier. The longer you stayed there, you realize that this place is like a cult. These people who work there are lifers. And I'm talking about these people have been working for this company for over 30 years. And to this day, I go to my old store and I still see the same exact people working there. Uh, Floral department, meat department, bakery, everyone is exactly the same. Uh, They change out the cashiers and the baggers just because it's younger people. Uh, I met some sketchy people there. (laughs) It wasn't the greatest. Uh, The managers there were abysmal. Um, I think the last thing that happened there was I was hanging out with some friends and I had a hangover. So I got one of my friends to call in that job and pretend that he was my dad so I didn't have to come into work. And then the person's like, well, if you don't show up, you're going to get fired. So I didn't show up. <laughs> and I lost my job. Uh, but I mean, it, it was it was just like a high school job. I, I had it working through high school. It wasn't like anything serious. Management, again, was horrible. I remember one time they're like, oh, can you give me your availability? And I'm like, yeah, sure. I want to work mornings. And the manager came back, threw the papers at me, and he had X's everywhere. And he says, you need to fix this. You need to fix this now. Your availability? <laughs> yeah, no, because I wanted to work mornings. And he's like, no, no, you cannot just work mornings. No. And he got super pissed. Um, other than that, like I said, the whole culture was weird. Everyone dated everyone. There was this one girl and she dated, I want to say, three to four different guys who worked there. And she would like date him for a couple months, whatever. They would absolutely fall in love with her. She was a pretty good looking girl. 
And she would dump them and then date another boy working in the department. And these boys would just lose their mind. They would make like Facebook polls, like who's better? Who should she date? I got a call one time, swear to God, got a call saying that there's a poll going on about who she should date and you should go vote. And I didn't even work there anymore. And I was like, okay, guy. And I hung up the phone and there was a epidemic of herpes oh. being spread around. I remember one time a girl came to work and I was like, oh, are you have something right there. And I did not know what herpes was. I was a kid. I just thought she had something on her face. I was like, oh, oh, there's something right there. I know that. And she flipped out and I was like, oh my God. And she was like, and I was like, what's going on? And then someone's like, Erica, that's herpes. And I'm like, what? What's her, you know, what is that? And she tried to cover it up with makeup. So I thought like a scab was coming off. And yeah, I, I, I got, I, I got chewed out for that. Jesus. Yeah. But no, she, there, there was like spreading of herpes. Um, I have some friends who still work at the grocery store and I, I know that they have herpes and I mean, I'm not shaming anyone, but that just, you, you should always use protection and like know who you're dating and, you know, risks and everything. Uh, that job. It sounds like a huge sausage fest and everyone it, just got No, sick. it was. Everyone was having sex with everyone. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Uh, I was not. <laughs> Uh, I kept it that way. Very creepy dudes. And I was like, no, thank you, bro. Uh, but definitely do not <laughs> Ooh, miss fish that job. Meat, hello, Erica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. There, there's people that we know personally that have it. Uh, it's a treatable disease. Um, you can live a full, healthy, long life. Uh, you can take medications to limit the outbreaks. Uh, I definitely think that anyone definitely they should just know who they're with yeah because it's it's so easily you know it's so easy to catch it really is it's it's crazy how i mean just kiss someone and you got it right like that's yep. insane yeah and there are not a lot of people that realize if someone has herpes on their mouth they can give you genital herpes yeah a lot of people don't realize that they're like wait you can give someone full i'm like yes you can give someone full-blown herpes Yep. If they touch their face with all that stuff touches your area, you can get full-blown herpes, and that's more painful. So I worked at a couple of different movie theaters. Uh, one of them was really great. Another one was not. Let's start with the one that was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, I feel like it's kind of new to Texas. It's it's It hasn't been here as long as, like, you know, the big-name ones. I get there, I told them that I used to be a manager at a movie theater, and so they're like, they loved me, they're like, great, we're gonna start you off as a runner, and then you can decide basically what branch you want to go to, and if you, if you want to be a bartender, if you want to be a server, if you just want to continue to be a runner, if you want to be a cook, things like that. So I said, okay, cool. The issues, though, with this place was that it was very, very poorly managed, one of the things that really I did not understand was they would schedule you for a time to come in, but they would not tell you when you were going to leave. That's insane. So there were, so you really didn't know if you're going to be there for an hour, if you're going to be there for seven hours, if you were going to be there for 12 hours. You had no idea. So you would have to open up your entire schedule for that day if you were going to be working. That was an issue for me because I'm diabetic. I have medication I need to take. You know, I need breaks. I need to eat at certain times. I need to drink water at certain times. And you could not do any of those things if you were working. You could not drink. You could not eat. You couldn't do that. You know, I, I complained. I said, look, I've been here for eight hours. I have not received a break. I'm going to go home. And they said, well, why do you need to go home? I said, well, it's been eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> I have not gotten a break. And I have medication that I need to take because I'm diabetic. And the one of the managers at the time that I was asking, can I go home now because it's been over eight hours, uh, she looked at me and said, okay, you got to do what you got to do, I guess. Smirked and then walked away. And I'm like, excuse me? Now, these managers, uh, I did not like them. And that is because they wouldn't help out. Yeah. They wouldn't, uh, you know, help out if it was getting busy. They would be always in the office, you know, talking to the, the GM. I mean, it was pretty bad. It was, it was obvious that they were getting benefits – yeah, you know, nepotism. Nepotism. 
So I complained to the GM the next day. I said, I'm diabetic. I was working for eight hours, more than eight hours, and I didn't receive a break. I kept asking to go on a break, and they said, not right now because it's busy. She never helped out at the bar. So what's going on? And they said, oh, you're diabetic. Oh, my gosh. And so the GM brought in another manager, one that was actually kind of nicer than the other ones. And they sat they sat me down. Basically, they were just like, you know, what are your concerns? And we need to talk about this. I knew that they were acting like that because I can sue them. So I told them, look, I just honestly, I just need to know that I can take a break and that if I need to go home after eight hours, I can. You mm-hmm. can't ask me to stay longer than eight hours. I know that you can't do that. And I do not need to hear sass back if I ask to go home after eight hours. And you need to let me have a break to eat and to do my medication, whatever I need to do. So they said, oh, of course, of course, of course. So I was there for a couple more weeks after that situation. All in all, I was only there for like a month. They made it a point to let me have a break and to never have me more than eight hours. But I started getting dirty looks and resentment from other employees because I was the only person that they were letting take a break and leave after eight hours. It's the, it's the other people's fault for not It was the anything. other people's fault. Yeah. But they made it, but the managers made it seem like it was my fault. Right. It's like, oh, she wants labor laws. What? <laughs> yeah. So they were, they were making it seem like, oh, she's just complaining. So she's getting it. And a lot of the, it just became a hostile work environment, honestly. So I was like, deuces. I left. I already got another job. I was like, I'm going to go to this job. I told them, hey, here's my new availability. Uh, If it doesn't work for you, then I guess I quit. Uh, I guess she didn't think that I was going to quit. I'm not really sure. (laughs) But uh, she scheduled me when I was working at my other store. So I told, I called up and I said, I'm working at my other store now. They're like, it's a Friday. You're not, you're not here. What are we supposed to do? And I said, I told you my new availability. She looked at it. She didn't approve it. But I saw on, because it was like this. Um, um, right, a dashboard. Yeah, it was a dashboard. And so I submitted everything. I saw that she saw it. Because you can, you know, have a notification that she saw it. But, you know, you have to physically, like, you know, press the button, approve it. So she didn't do that. But she did see it. So I called. I told them. I explained. I said, uh, she saw it. She definitely saw it. Because I can see it on the dashboard. Uh, this is my new availability. I'm sorry. I gave it to you a week in advance before you made the schedule. It is not my fault that she did not want to accept it. I apologize. I told you that if it didn't work out, that's too bad. I quit. Sorry. And he was really pissed off. And I was like, that's not my problem. Sorry. (laughs) And I hung up and I continued with my other job. Now, uh, this this is one job that you did share with me at one point. Walgreens Rivalry. If you don't know who that is, you're living under a rock. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, I worked for that place for over six years. I gave my heart and soul to this place. I wanted to climb that corporate ladder. I was told that I, one day I could own my own store. Um, I worked at the one, like, literally five minutes away from the house, Uh, for probably four years and then they're like okay you're gonna get promoted they sent me to this really 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 ghetto store yeah I was like okay like they want to see what I'm what I'm worth right they want to see me struggle I got it I got it I mean this place of business was high school Everything was, you know, who's the favorite, who's not the favorite, uh, who do you suck up to, who do you piss off. Um, it, it was rough. And especially at this job, there was this old man who worked there. And we were fine. I, I liked working with him. Everything was good. And then all of a sudden, I noticed that, like, we stopped working with each other. And I was like, that's kind of weird because we would work with each other all the time. And then I mentioned it to my superior and I'm like, uh, do you do you know why we don't work with each other anymore? And he's like, do you really not know? And I'm like, no, no, is something wrong? And I found out that he requested not to work with me. And I, I just thought this was insane. I was like, well, that's weird. I wonder what happened, whatever. Um, I think shortly after that, you were hired on because my boss really needed some employees. Yeah. And then around that time... We hired another employee. 
This girl was insane. Is it the Hello Kitty tattoo girl? Yes. Oh my God. She was fucking crazy. She was mental. Come to find out, she told this elderly man that I was a racist, that I hated Asian people. Uh, she was tearing the ad and it's like a bunch of yellow coupons that go everywhere on the product. And I said, Hey, um, you should tear them left to right, not up and down. And she's like, Oh, well, you know, what's his face tears it up and down. And I said, well, I noticed that the past couple ads, uh, the tags have been out of order because they all go in an order where you can just go stick, stick, stick. If you miss one row and it's off, it throws everything off. So I was like, look, obviously there's an issue here. They're very jumbled, you know, whatever. Um, Why don't you try doing this? And I said, did you know that in English we're taught left to right how to read? In other countries, they teach you up and down. So I said, you know, your brain is programmed to go left to right because that is how we're taught to read and do everything in our lives. I was just trying to say, this is why I'm telling you to do this. Your brain is programmed to do this. She took that as I was being racist and I hated Asian people. Hilarious. And one day he came in. uh, She was tearing the ad and she wasn't done. And he came into the office and he started screaming at me. You're effing racist. You know, I'm not going to touch that ad, blah, blah. And she was just screaming and screaming. And I just started crying. And then another manager came in and he's all like, is everything okay? And I'm just like bawling. And he's just like standing there. Like, he's not trying to console me. He's just like, uh, is everything okay? And I'm like, he just came in here and screamed at me. And then eventually I calmed down and then I was going to leave. And I was like, still like in shock. Cause this grown man was screaming at me and he was like, boo effing who? Like, criticizing me for crying and that was the day I came home and you actually had to call our boss and then the next day uh they transferred the elderly man to a different store uh comes to find out he was just acting out so that they would transfer him my boss for some reason didn't want to and that's what pushed everything over the edge wow yeah that girl was insane she would lie she tried to say that she went into an asthmatic coma one day and i said that's fine uh just send, give me a doctor's mo- note that you have asthma oh da-da-da. okay that's fine show me an era bill that you-. and then she's like i lied I-, I i just didn't want to come to work my boss didn't write her up boss didn't do anything even though they caught her in a lie wow she accused me of favoriting you Uh, Because eventually people did find out we were related. And she told, we got into the office and she told my boss, Erica said she's going to give all the hours to Monica. And I looked at her in her face and I said, how, how would I do that? I don't make the schedule. And she like, like she blatantly lied. I just, I've never encountered someone at that time in my life that was so just crazy that just lied for no reason just to get what they wanted. And he didn't say anything, whatever. He was like, okay. And then he was like, well, obviously having Monica work here is an issue. And they transferred you. I had no power over the scheduling. And I was like, boss, how would that, how would that work? Why would I say that to her? And he's like, I I don't know. Eventually he left. He was just done with the job. Um, Pretty much everyone was scapegoating me to be the bad guy. And then I got a new boss who became a new store manager. She just hated me. She kept promising that I was going to get promoted. Uh, I was supposed to get promoted to the next shift manager. Uh, She gave me books. You know, I'm like, hey, and I would ask her all the time. What do I need to do to get promoted? When am I going to get promoted? What do you need from me? Well, you just need to do this. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. But what do I need to do? You just need to be better. And she would just do these general blanket statements. And I'm like, no, but what does that mean? And she's like, just do better. And I'm like, I, okay. So I understand that. But what does that mean to you? And she would just get upset. And she's all like, just keep doing what you're doing and you're going to get promoted. She just didn't do her job. She blatantly said, I'm not working holidays. I'm a store manager now. I don't have to do that. Uh, She made me work Christmas, even though three other managers were working that day. 
did not need to be there. One of our mutual friends were working there as well, and she told me I could come in late. My manager was going to write me up for coming in late that day, and I said, sorry, I woke up late. That was a lie. I don't give a shit. Then one day she comes up to me and she's like, oh, by the way, you're going to start working at this store tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, like, do they need just a shift covered or something? And she's like, no, 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 you're being transferred there. And I'm like, excuse me? You're transferring me? And she's like, yeah, they said they needed another manager. So it was either you or another man or the other manager. Um, and I don't think he wants to, you know, drive to another place. And I need him to, uh, since he's a man, I need him here to do all the manual stuff. So you're just going to go over there. So wow. there wasn't there wasn't a go away party. Usually they have going away parties for the employees, stuff like that. No, she just she just sent me to another store. I had one day wow. off and then I was in another store. Uh, the last straw was. Uh, and during this whole job, I had caught employees stealing. Um, I, I was an A plus employee. I would contact anytime there's any discrepancies. I would do that. I would contact whatever. I would do everything that I was supposed to do to the letter. And then they tried to accuse me of letting a customer take items. And I said, no, that did not happen. And they showed me the video and they were um, just a scammer. There, it was just a person that was a scammer. And I said, look, I didn't know that's what happened. Like, that, I'm sorry. I'll pay you back for whatever the evaluated price is. Like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? Why would you feel the need to pay back? I'm like, well, obviously, this is a big issue. I don't want to lose my job over this. Like, I mean, I, this is never, you know, it was my first I've ever been accused of anything. I went home, I was crying, I was upset, uh, and then I just left the job. It was, it w- it was intense. Uh, I would see other managers later, and they'd be like, I can't believe they did that to Erica. I, that's so messed up. Erica would never do anything like that. And, I mean, I, le- there, I got another job. Like, I left that job to get another job. I cried my heart out. I gave, I put my school on hold, my degree on hold. I thought I was going to, you know, climb that corporate ladder. And they just wanted me gone. I kept asking when I'm going to get promoted. And they kept pushing it off. And then they found an opening. And that's what it was. They just, they just wanted me gone. Yeah. I mean, I don't really understand because, um, you know, some people that are listening in, they could be like, maybe you're just a shitty employee because it seems like right. you guys have like a lot of uh, issues <laughs> mm-hmm. with your managers and things like that. Um, the thing is with us, we are not to sound, you know, full of ourselves, but we are really good at customer service jobs. We actually care about that person. And we want to help them. Um, we just like helping people. So we go above and beyond. And even if we're having a bad day, we don't show it. We're like, how can I help you? Yes. With a smile on our face. A hundred percent. So managers, they do love us in the sense where they will get a lot of positive feedback. And I've always gotten positive feedback from customers. Oh, yeah. Positive feedback from region leaders coming in. You have an amazing uh, secret shoppers. You have an amazing employee. This is amazing. This is like textbook, what we want in our stores. So we know that we're not bad employees. It's just that when we try to climb the ladder that's when issues start popping up because that manager or the managers that are there they want to keep us at that location what we are at so they can look good and when we start trying to say no we want to be promoted we want this and that then they'll know other people will know that it's not the manager that's good it's the employee that's good and maybe they're thinking you know they're after my job And a lot of, we have hit a lot of managers that actually have said, you're after my job. I don't care about your job. I just want to be promoted. If it's at a different store, I'm totally fine by that. But that's not what they think. They really honestly think the reason that they're so good is because they want my job. No, no, honey. That's just me. That's my work ethic. No, like my boss, she was not doing, I, I was two levels underneath my boss. And I was doing everything that, the upper level should do. I was doing everything an assistant manager should do, and I was not getting paid for it. I was doing responsibilities that were her job, 
by her not doing her job, I found two thieves and they were both fired from LP. If she was doing her job, she would have found them because they were stealing money from the register by typing in coupons. And that comes up in the system. It comes up as a flag like they did a coupon outside of a purchase, yada, yada, yada. So she would just get mad at me. She would like slam her fist. What are you trying to do about my, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I said, I'm doing my job. This is what I'm supposed, you just need to listen to what I say. And I'm like, no, I will listen to what the manual says. I will listen to what corporate says. But if you're saying something different, I will not do that. And I eventually, I think that's why she transferred me because I, I was tired of it. She just kept promising me something that I knew she wasn't going to do. And I was like, whatever, I'm just going to keep doing my job. So jumping back into one of the top three stressful jobs that I've had, we sold accessories for your face. Take that, take that what you will. <laughs> I was working there for a total of three years. Now, the reason why I got hired, um, was actually because of you. You told me that, hey, they're looking for an opening. Um, go ahead and apply. I applied. Uh, everything was great. Everything started off amazing. I loved my manager. She was awesome. It was perfect. I really liked this job. And it was just like, if I had a concern, I would go to her and she would fix it. If I had an idea, she would, you know, apply it. I mean, she was a great manager. I loved her. So eventually in the, uh, probably about like a year after I started working there, I became pregnant. And I went to my manager and I said, what should I do? Because I'm only getting 30 hours a week here. I don't have any health insurance. I'm a diabetic. I don't know what to do. I'm paying for everything out of pocket. So she sat me down and said, I'm going to promote you. And I said, what? (laughs) (laughs) What? Like, this is the first time a manager has ever been like, I'm going to promote you. Like, don't you worry about it. I'm going to take care of you. And I'm like, this is awesome. So I got promoted and I got full benefits and I got, you know, the insurance, got it up. Blue Cross Blue Shield, amazing. I was so happy that I could actually take care of this pregnancy and be able to see all the doctors without going bankrupt, basically. In the beginning, it was fine. Um, I did not get a raise when I got promoted, but I didn't really mind because even though I was already kind of doing some of the things that were for the promotion, I was already doing the assistant manager stuff. You know, I didn't get a raise. I didn't really mind because, I mean, the insurance offset that. So I was okay with it, honestly. But I was getting closer to the end of my pregnancy. And at this point, I was already going to, you know, the conventions for the managers, going there, the meetings. I mean, the regional leader knew that I was promoted in the system. It tells her when someone's being promoted and she approved it. Um, She knew, like, she knew, she knew that I was promoted. She found out that I was pregnant because I started showing. I didn't tell anyone until I started showing because, you know, because I was diabetic, I really didn't know how the pregnancy was going to go because it's so high risk. So I didn't want to tell anyone super early on because even after the three months, there's still, you know, unfortunately a chance of the baby just dying. When I was working, I didn't tell anyone I was pregnant until one of my coworkers saw my MySpace page. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that, That dates me. Someone saw my MySpace page and they're like, oh, she's pregnant. And they're spreading rumors, I guess, because I don't know. They were just like, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, gossip. I don't know. Uh, and then my manager asked me, and they're like, hey, you can tell me to back the F off or whatever, but are you pregnant? And I was like, yeah, I am. And she's like, okay, okay, good to know. Uh, but I really didn't start showing until, like, I was seven months pregnant. Like, I was like, yeah, oh, same. I just looked, like, super fat, <laughs> you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, like, I remember I was, like, eight months pregnant, and a coworker looked at me, and she was like, are you pregnant? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And she's like, when did that happen? <laughs> No, exactly. I mean, I didn't start showing until I was like almost seven months pregnant. Yeah, six, seven months pregnant. Uh, We just look good pregnant. I don't know. It's the genes. We don't swell. We look healthy. We actually lose weight. I mean, I gained one pound my whole pregnancy. I gained 10 pounds the entire pregnancy. And the baby was healthy at six pounds. I mean, they even said like, are you okay? I'm like, oh, I'm eating. 
Yeah. I am eating. My doctor thought I was starving <laughs> myself, and my mother was with me at the time, and we busted out laughing. And, I'm, and my mom's like, if you just knew what her father makes her to eat. Like, you know <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And I was I mean, like, sir, I'm not starving myself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I was taking insulin. You have to eat while taking insulin, obviously. I didn't have any issues. I was constantly checking my blood sugar. They saw how I was eating. But I just, we just have really good genes. We didn't gain a lot of weight, but the baby was super healthy. I mean, it was, we have really good pregnancies. So I didn't, wasn't showing until six, seven months. She saw me on a visit. She was like, you're pregnant. And I said, yes, ma'am. And she's like, oh okay, are you on our insurance? I'm like, yeah, I I am. I'm on the insurance. And she's like, oh. And I'm like, yeah. What's that? (laughs) (laughs) So later on, a couple weeks later, I do ask my boss, the manager, I want to raise. Like, I've been doing this for like six, seven months now. Um, I think I've done a great job. I think that the store has improved. And she said, you know what? You're right. I'm going to input a, uh, I'm going to try to put in a race for you. Now the region leader has to approve it. She did not approve it. And so for the next couple months, I am asking her, sending her text messages, emails. Can you please approve it? Oh, I approved it. I approved it. I don't know why it's not going in. And then I would check on the computer and it said that it was not approved by the region leader. She knows how to fucking put in. She knows how to put in a pay raise. She did not want to give me a pay raise. And I was like, I don't understand. It's I'm not asking for a huge amount. It was only a dollar increase from 11 to $12. For an assistant manager, that's, that's not very high. So I wasn't asking for much. So all of a sudden, near the end of my pregnancy, she says, oh, well, I'm sorry, but I can't give you a raise because you don't even need that position. And I said, excuse me? She said, you weren't ever supposed to get that position because your store can't have that position. That makes no sense. You knew that I was an assistant manager. You approved the promotion. I've been doing this for almost nine months now. It was near the end of my pregnancy. I mean, I don't understand. You saw me at the meetings. You, You came up to me and said, Monica, I'm so glad that you're here. I was on the conference calls. What do you mean all of a sudden... So she said, you need to put in the computer that you were asking for a decrease in hours and that you want to be demoted. And I said, I don't want to be demoted. If you need to demote me, then you need to demote me. And she said, no, you have to go in the computer and request it. That didn't make any fucking sense. So I was like, fuck it. I'm not doing it. I'm pregnant. I need this insurance. I am not doing it. I put in my short-term leave specifically for the baby and the delivery and whatnot. I have the baby and then the pandemic hits. But I came back and they said, you know, we are demoting you. And I said, fine. You know, I had the baby. I don't need the insurance. I'm going to get underneath my husband's insurance. You know, it wasn't that big of a deal because he got promoted around the same time and he got better insurance. It wasn't a big deal. Um, I was okay with it. And I was still pushing for a raise because I said, you know, I deserve this raise. It's been over a year, even though I haven't been here. Um, I think I deserve it because I haven't gotten a raise since I started working here. And she said, okay, fine. So she put in a raise for me, but then I received an email uh, forwarded from her from uh, HR, and they said, why is she getting a raise? Why are you putting in a raise for this person when they got demoted? Am I missing something here? And Dawn's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can't do your raise because they said no. And I'm like, that's not what I got from the email. It's saying, why is she getting a raise when she got demoted? And I said, you need to tell them that I, it wasn't because of bad behavior. And I, I, I was, I got mad. I'm like, this isn't because of bad behavior or any repercussions from my behavior, whatever. It's because you did not want me to be an assistant manager and get benefits. So I'm not understanding. And so she finally pushed it through. I got the $12. Yippee. Yay. You know, all of that work for just $1 raise. So already in this situation, I was just kind of like, I don't really like this job anymore because it's just there's so much drama. And then in the meantime, which was really sad, they decided to demote my boss and join two stores together. And then the new store manager, she really didn't. She didn't ever come over to the new store. She basically it was the same job that my other manager had already had, but she got demoted. And I think that it's ridiculous. The company is like, well, I'm demoting you, but you're going to keep doing the same exact thing that you were doing before. Exactly. And she was taking a pay cut, too. So She did take a pay cut. She did take a pay cut. So I just, I, I mean, I just felt like we had been done wrong, you know, by wow. the company. 
And yeah, I did not realize she took a pay cut. Yeah, she took a pay cut. And she was doing the exact same thing she was doing before, except double the work because now she had to go at the other location and she was doing the paperwork for that woman as well for wow. a totally different store. It wow. was insane. She was doing the, you know, the schedules for both stores. She was doing the paperwork for both stores. It was pretty bad. And that woman, I mean, she's nice. Yeah. But she didn't know what she was doing either. My manager, she was just like, she was doing everything. She was doing everything, girl. So this job, I actually had it until quite recently. A couple of weeks ago, I was offered a position in the store. And I was blindsided because I thought they're never going to promote me because of the things that had happened in the past. So I get a job offer. It is from the new store owner, and she says, I want you to take this old manager's job. And I was like, excuse me? She said that we have been trying to get rid of her. The region leader wants to get rid of her. She said that I should ask you, do you want her job? And I said, you want me to take my manager's job, the one that's doing all of the work all of the paperwork and you want me to fill in her shoes and I knew exactly exactly what she was doing for both stores so I'm like I am not gonna get paid $13 <laughs> an hour doing all that shit that is ridiculous I'm not doing that I I don't think they knew the full extent of you and this manager's relationship but you've known her since you were a kid I've known her since I was five years old yeah like this is insane yeah so I mean it, it I was like no I didn't, I, in my head, I was thinking, hell no. But <laughs> on the outside, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were thinking, you're like, I'll think about it, sure. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. And she was like, please don't tell her, please don't tell her. Like, I want to tell her. I'm like, so she has no idea. No, she doesn't know. I'm like, so she's not looking for another job. You don't, she hasn't told you that. You're just, you're offering me her position because you were told that we need to get rid of her. And she's like, yeah. I was thinking, you're fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she has a child. She's in a marriage. Um, and like a lot of a lot of people, like a lot of millennials, we almost live paycheck to paycheck. I mean, I just thought that was insane when all this happened. But you did eventually leave the job. Yes, I did. The whole, after you left, there was a whole cascade of events where HR yep. got involved. <laughs> HR started calling everybody and their mama. Everybody. Yep. Because of that one incident and at the when I complained and I'm like, the reason I'm leaving is because of these issues and I felt very awkward. I was put in a tough spot. There was a whole domino effect of all of these, you know, people coming out of the woodwork, checking in all of the region leaders stores, calling the managers, things like that. All of these issues came out and they found out the region leader is not doing her job. I'm not really sure what, what happened after that because it's still, you know, in the process. <laughs> you know, my boss, I still talk to her, of course. She was telling me how she has a clean record. She doesn't have any write-ups. She doesn't have anything put against her. She has great customer service. She's done the secret shopper and she's great at what she does. And there's no reason why they were trying to get rid of her. She's amazing. I've she worked is amazing. with her. I've worked with her for years. I've known her over 20 years. Her customer care is at a master level. I consider you and I both at master level. And she is right there. I mean, she's amazing at what she does. She's great at selling. That's what she's been doing for I don't know how many years. And it's insane. It's insane that these big corporate companies just do not give a crap. They, yeah, they do really not. don't. You know, I really did learn that. Um, you know, I could bring up more jobs, but I know that we've been talking forever. Yeah. <laughs> I want to say the current job that I have, I'm in love with. I get paid amazingly. My boss is the coolest, coolest person in the freaking world. She's, you know, she's from Massachusetts. She has an amazing East Coast accent. I could just die. Uh, she is so freaking sweet. When my father passed... Uh, she was calling me all the time, asking how I was, how my mother is, how my family is. She 
she researched because the company that I work for is fairly new. And I was like, look, do I have bereavement days? Like, and this was right around Thanksgiving. I'm like, do we have bereavement days? Do we have, you know, some time where I can go to a funeral, but still get paid? And she's like, I, oh my God, this, she was like, I don't know. And so she's like, let me research. And she researched for me. She didn't have to do that. She could have been like, call HR, whatever, look at a handbook. She looked at it and she's like, yes, yes, yes. Our company offers, you get three days, you get paid, whatever. But if you need more time, let me know. And I mean, she was just, she she is a sweetheart. And she is amazing. My team is amazing. We talk and chat all the time. Um, we are just like a little close family. And I mean, this company, I think there is a little bit over a 100 sales reps, I guess you would call them, on the team so far in the States, because we are a global company. But it's an amazing team. It is the best company I've ever worked for. Um, I talk to my boss's boss directly. Um, He's on our conference calls that we have every week. Like everyone is so approachable, so nice, and so freaking sweet. The only really honestly good job that I can think of is the one my husband is still at. It's one of the other movie theaters that I worked at. This company, I can honestly say they do care about their employees. They really do. I, I'm surprised all the time because like, just like you, I kind of like gave up with corporate, you know, companies, mass companies. It's like, they don't care about their employees. This company, it actually does. You know, during COVID, they really did take care of everyone. I mean, they offered packages. So if they wanted to quit, they could have a severance package if they wanted to. Or if they wanted to wait, they would take half the pay, but they wouldn't have to come into work. I mean, they would still get paid though. I mean, they were... They're amazing. I really do. I I love this company. I'm sad that I don't work there anymore. My husband does. He's been promoted like three times now in the past year. I mean, he keeps like climbing up that ladder. Um, it's amazing. I love this company. You're a stay-at-home mom. Like, you're living a lot of people's lives right now. Eh, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go into our closing statements with whatever pops your cork. Pop it off, hello. If they treat me like shit, I mean, it kind of like, it's like the straw that broke the camel's back with me. It could be like build up, build up, build up. And I'm just like, okay, 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 okay. And then it's like even a small thing or not a big thing. I'm like, fuck this place. I'm not even going to put my two weeks in because they treated me, me like shit the entire time. It's like, I won't tell them that, but I'm thinking that. And I'm just like, fuck this place. You know, like I'm giving you my all, like I have great reviews, I'm making this business a lot of money, and you treat me like this? Nah, fuck you guys, I'm out. Yeah, no, um, I pretty much have to get fired to like leave a job, like, (laughs) (laughs) like I can, I, 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 just the way I grew up, like I was, I was told I was worthless all the time, so... Like, I'm already used to that. And, like, just hearing that from other people, I'm just like, okay, cool, bro. Like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, So I'm used to, like, the... Negative attention. Yeah, just, like, the negative, like, poor bosses. Like, I'm used to that. I mean, I, I have to be, like, at my wit's end to leave a job. But it's also because I'm so dedicated. Like, I'm just like, yes, I hate my boss, but, like, I love the customers. I, you know, love a coworker. I love this co. I love the company. I love what the company stands for. But now, you know, as I've gotten older, I've just realized, like, big corporate America just does not give a crap. They pay you the least money that they can legally pay you. Like, they just do not freaking care. And I mean, I, I just I just think people need to realize that corporate America does not care about you. They they do what they have to do and they will try not to do anything more than that. But yeah, no, it, it takes a lot for me to leave a job. It really does because I'm just so hard headed that I just want to be right about everything and I don't I don't want to be proven wrong. <laughs> For me, it's just like, I, I can't take enough, like, I can't take too much shit anymore, I guess you could say. <laughs> I, I think I think that you've always had, like, a stronger net underneath you. You quit a job or whatever, mom and dad would be like, oh, okay, well, you know, try, try to find a job faster, whatever. But if 
like I lost a job or if I, you know, you had dependence, you had other people that you needed to. Oh, but yeah, no, but even before that, like, you know, like I would quit a job or leave a job or, you know, whatever, like dad, he would just harp on me. Like, when are you going to get a new job? And I'm like, am I paying my bills? Yes. Okay, are you, am I short? What's going on? (laughs) Like, I've always been really good with saving money. I've always had money in my bank. I've always, like, like, I've been broke one time in my life, and that was not my fault. But I've always had money. So even if I was between jobs, or like, I was, it was like, you know, I left that job, and then a week later, got another job, I always had my bills covered. Yeah. So I, I just think there is a difference between just the net. Like, you know, you have your husband now. Um, I, I think mom and dad were pretty lenient with you losing jobs or just be like, oh, well, I'm going to go to college full time now. I just think there was like a different. Well, they didn't. In the beginning, they didn't even want me to have a job, but then they wanted me to pay all these bills. Mom <laughs> did not want you having a job. No, that's true. I got a job as soon as I turned 16. Mom would not let you get a job until you turned 18. Yeah. And, and then actually... <laughs> We, I applied, you got me that job, and I applied without her even knowing. Yeah. And we had already gotten the job. I had the uniform on. Where are you going? Where? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to work. Yes. Uh, so definitely, I think I think that's where uh, our backgrounds, like, differ. Me, I stay because I fear, like, oh, my God, what if I don't find anything better? What am I going to do? There is no one to support me. With you, I feel like there was a bigger support net. All right. Well, let's move on to our last segment. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. All right. So we're going to start off with Scarlett Johansson. She is suing Disney over lost funds from her new movie, Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, I'm sorry. I drew a a blank over that. Black Widow. Okay. On Thursday, claiming the entertainment giant deprived her on untold Black Widow box office profits by offering the Marvel blockbuster on its streaming service. Johansson said a significant part of her compensation is based on box office receipts, and she claimed that Disney promised to make the picture initially available exclusively in traditional movie theaters. But when Disney instead made Black Widow simultaneously available on its streaming service, Disney Plus, it took a chunk of a box office profits and wrongly denied Johansson Hansen a cut of ticket sales, according to a complaint filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court. So I heard about this. Um, I totally agree with her. She needs to sue Disney. This is insane. I mean, they get their pay mostly on the ticket sales. You know, when they released it to Disney Plus, they don't get any of that stuff from Disney Plus. You know, the the Disney is keeping all of that sales. I did not know that because Disney Plus, like with Cruella and Mulan and, of course, you know, Black Widow, uh, they make you pay. This isn't part of the package. They make you pay to watch the movie. Premier access, usually $30. Right. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, they, they must get a chunk of – they don't give anything to them. And I was like, what? They don't get any of that money? And I, 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 it's just big corporate. Like, Disney's, like, just insane. <laughs> like, I mean, but, it's it's crazy because Disney already makes so much money. It's like, do you really need to take that money from them, too? Like, come on, man. Like, give that's that's what they're owed. It's it's crazy. I mean, I, I give her, like, her dues. Like, I, I stand up and applaud her for taking down a giant. But do you think she's going to be able to get anything from them? Like, I really don't think so. I mean, like, this is Disney. It's Disney. Disney. Yeah, Disney. Yeah. And, you know, I do have to commend her because she, even though the Disney, they did. They screwed her over. They yeah. really did. They didn't tell her that they were going to put on a Disney Plus. They like, didn't tell her. That was thing. in her contract that from 90, I think it's a 90 to 120 days, it needs to be exclusively, exclusively in theaters. That is what her contract said. And so even though Disney did not go through with that, she still promoted. She promoted the movie. She did all of her contract obligations. She went through with it. She did it to a T what she needed to do. And then she's like, okay, I did everything I was supposed to do. Try to fuck with me, Disney. Try to (laughs) fuck with me. And I really do think that she is going to get her money back because it it was stated specifically in her contract. They did not follow through. She did every single thing that she was supposed to do and they did not. I mean, I feel like it's kind of cut and dry 
But, you know, knowing Disney. Oh, yeah, no. So a spokesperson for Walt Disney Company described the lawsuit as having no merit whatsoever, blasting it as especially sad and distressing in its callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effect of COVID-19 pandemic. That That is just like, oh, well, we should, you know, don't you feel bad for people who don't want to get COVID? Like, are you seriously trying to pull that That has card? nothing to do with it. Like, you need to pay the person that did that movie. Like, that's it. They're saying Disney has fully complied with Miss Johansson's contract, and furthermore, the release of Black Widow on Disney Plus with Premier Access has significantly enhanced her ability to earn additional compensation on top of the twenty million she has received to date. Then why is she suing you? Then why is she suing you? She, why is she suing you, sir? Now, why is she suing you? Because of this thing that's happening, Emma Stone is actually thinking about suing Disney as well over her movie Cruella because the same thing happened to her. I mean, the same thing is happening to all of the actors right now. And, you know, this has never happened before. This is a new thing where it is, you know, it's being released in theaters at the same time that it's being released on your TV. And 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 it and it's insane because there when you release it simultaneously and you release it online to streaming service, you know people are going to pirate that movie. Exactly. That movie's going to get pirated. I mean, it, your movie's going to get pirated anyway, but you are just making it that much sooner available and people are going to do it. It's a crime. People are going to do it. It is what it is. I I just think that maybe they should wait a couple weeks. Maybe they should wait a week. Having it being released at the same time, I just don't think that's smart, honestly. Like, if you, I think that if you waited, like, a month or, you know, just a couple of weeks, it would help box office tickets, you know, come to a common ground with these actors. We you know what I mean? cinemas to open back up. Like, y- you we know do. me. I'm totally like, oh my God, COVID. Like, I do the hand sanitizer, the mask. I do all that stuff everywhere I go. I get it. If you think that's too much, whatever, we're different. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, but I-, I still believe cinemas need to be open. Before COVID-19, I was part of AMC, A+, whatever, whatever you call that stuff. Um, I would go to the movies three times a week. You know, I paid that $20 a month. Like, we would go there. We would spend our money buying drinks and popcorn. We were patrons of the theaters. We love movies. We go there all the time. And because of COVID, yes, it's changed our lives dramatically. For our generation, life will never be the same completely, 100%. And I I like that we're kind of trying to go back to normalcy in a small manner, but them doing this simultaneously streaming stuff is not helping. The people are out of jobs. The people are trying to go back to work. All those theaters that closed during the pandemic. I mean, there were thousands, thousands of theaters that closed down. Permanently closed, too. Yes. And it's just, um, I really do think that they need to they need to do something different. They shouldn't be doing it the same day. I mean, I understand that people don't want to wait too. And they're like, well, I don't want to have to wait just because I want to be safe. And it's like, I totally understand. But you also have to think of the actors too. The people, the people that are producing these movies. If they don't make enough money, they're not going to be making these great movies for you. If you can't wait just a couple of weeks, like, come on, man. Just help them out. I mean, it's not that big. It's not that big of a deal for me to wait because I haven't been in a movie theater since before the pandemic. And I know it's been like, what, almost two years? <laughs> so, I mean, you know. We just went to the movies last week. We saw The Green Knight. It, it was okay. Um, It was very weird. It, it was fairly full. I think it was fuller, uh, more full than I would like. There were people sitting right next to us, uh, and they were a couple, um, or best buds. I don't know. I think they were a couple. Uh, but the dude sitting right next to us, he was eating nachos and popcorn and soda, and he was a loud eater. Oh. And he sucked on his fingers. Oh. And I'm like, bro, like, is there, like, were you not here for this whole pandemic thing? And ever (laughs) since COVID happened, I don't lick my fingers anymore. And I used to all the time. I'm like, you know, Cheeto crunchies, you know what I'm saying? But I don't anymore because I'm like, I don't want to lick my fingers. I need to wash my hands off. And it was, it was just very weird. And my husband's very OCD about everything. And so he was uncomfortable. But other than that, it was great. Um, Everyone was nice, quiet. I mean, except for the loud eaters. I want to go to the movies. (laughs) 
I do. Like, I miss it. I miss, like, the big screen, the loudspeakers, the popcorn, the drinks. I mean, I miss that. And, you know, because I am diabetic and because I have a small child and she cannot receive the vaccine yet, I am still overly cautious. No, I get it. But that is it, guys. That is our episode about jobs. Hopefully you liked this drama-filled episode about our um, amazing dysfunctional lives. <laughs> uh, we are on Google Podcasts at the moment. Of course, you can listen to our podcast on our website, which is dysfunctionaldailies.com. All one word. Uh, we are on pretty much all social media platforms at D Daily's Pod. That's P O D Pod. Um, you can follow me anywhere at the Raging Erica, and you can follow me at Butternut Squashes. Once we become available on more media streaming platforms, we will let you guys know. Um, but that is it. We will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.